0: Like, you know, if, let's say this was a contest, like drink mm. gin with Ryan or drink, sip tequila with the rock. Like if that was the contest, I sort of see Ryan showing up like, let's get hammered. Right? <laughs> right. Whereas whereas I see the rock showing up like, hey, man, I'm here to shoot tequila with you. I got 45 minutes and then I got to get on a plane. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get the photo op and go. <laughs> yeah. Photo sip. You like it. OK, my representative's going to sit with you and I'm out of here. Hey everybody, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode 132. I'm here with my co-host, Dusty Hanshaw, and of course, our producer, Scott McNally. What is going on, guys? We gotta uh, remind them to like, share, subscribe, comment, and... Ring the bell.
1: And comment with questions for the next episode. I'll, I'll make sure we Yeah, we, we, get we them love out. questions.
0: We love questions. And direct compliments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even if they're lies,
2: that's perfectly fine. Even if
0: they're lies. Well, I tell my, my girlfriend that all the time. You know? Exactly. I don't care if it's true. Just be convincing. Yeah. You know, Sell it. Okay. Sell it. Yeah. Yeah. How's things going, Dusty?
2: Things are good. Things are good. It's, it's getting busy. I, I just realized I had to book. I'm doing FitCon uh, in Utah for Transcend. So I booked that, and I'm, I'm starting to realize like there's a lot of booking and going places happening. We got you know, the LA Fit Expo. You're heading off to FIBO. I dodged that shit for not getting the jab. Good for me. Do um- <laughs>
0: <laughs> you even need it anymore? What do you need it yeah. for now? They yeah, still I thought make it's you gone, gone to now. Go to yeah. they, I, currently, yes.
2: Um, okay, but you don't need a test. I don't think you need a test anymore. You just need to. No, uh, you just have to have been jabbed. Yes. And it's, I told him, I'm huh. like, I've taken all sorts of shots, but apparently not the right ones. I was like, oh, I'll take yeah. one before the flight. What do you want me to take
0: I, I, I still think that, you know, I still think 20 years from now, we're going to find there's a correlation between trend and survival rates. I'm just saying.
2: It has to be. I mean, look how quickly I shot through that. It was like three days. Scott wasn't taking real time. Wasn't there? I was
0: wasn't there at the time? Yeah. <laughs> Without, I, I I don't want to talk about the bullshit, but wasn't there like some suggestive, and I'm not going to say studies that show it, but wasn't there like some like in vitro evidence that like THC was like a another bit of thing a that would make sense, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like just a little bit of a hindrance to its ability to like you know. The, yeah, you, know, you know, that little sour gummy job. every
2: night does its job. <laughs>
0: yeah, it would be funny, eh? it'd be funny, eh? be funny. I got some great I had all the things. Show.
2: Nice and good. I haven't even opened
0: mine. And, uh, and yeah, you know, and even if they're not great questions, we can make them great by giving them good answers, right? We've got some yeah, on the yeah. on the last YouTube
1: uh, episode too. People left them, so oh you well, we
0: got it. We got. It. Let's do. Let's do. Do you have any good ones to go right away? Because I like rewarding those people. I can't say they're Can I, good or not. I just
1: I, I see the list and I see, hey, I got a question. Okay. So I hate to lead the show. Like, here's our big yeah, question, yeah. you know. And then what oh, do you right, prefer, right, bananas or a Grand or apples?
2: finale that we'll save, but you know,
1: I got, I got one sure. though. I got one here. This is from Jim, I, I, and he's also uh, part of the Patreon. I want to say thanks to everybody. Who is supporting the show on Patreon. And he commented this on YouTube, though. And he says, uh, for the next episode of It's Just Bodybuilding, Dave Palumbo calls bodybuilding competitions beauty pageants. My question is, uh, how much influence does looks, handsome or not so handsome, have in bodybuilding competitions? And does it vary by level? Amateur pro. Uh, Mostly asking for men.
0: Well, well, I think he's um,
2: missing the, the 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 point on the beauty pageants yeah. a little bit. Cuz I would not
0: be anywhere near a Pro if it was a beauty. Pageant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dave Dave calls him beauty pageants in like a like a comically um you know, he's being comical and sort of comparing that it, you're you're up there strutting your stuff and it's all about how you look. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's means that it's actually like your face and hair that wins a bodybuilding show the other divisions obviously this is like a factor men's physique yes absolutely women's bikini you know like the isn't figure even face and hair makeup like oh yeah they're yeah they're factored in like so they the the only category that gets away with just being Man. like unaltered <laughs> is bo- men's open bodybuilding you know what i mean it's kind of funny and um and i've been to so many shows that i've like i've i don't ever remember seeing a situation where i thought one bodybuilder beat another bodybuilder because he was a better looking dude i've never ever left a show wondering oh is that like a facial thing he was never so handsome. ever seen that yeah you've never well, heard geez, that either so <laughs>
1: He won the mr olympia
0: just because he was so damn handsome you know no i've never <laughs> seen that and in fact many 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 times i've been like man that guy's really handsome but he's not winning <laughs> <laughs> so it's not gonna happen yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know thank god is like yeah i just to think in bodybuilding just the judges the judges i i know this well i'm not gonna say for a fact because i haven't spoken to every judge on the planet but Generally, from all the judges I know, they love judging men's open bodybuilding because it's the only category where they don't have to fucking do that. Hmm, yeah. One right. thing you fact judge, judge- the thing I don't like is
2: the- is when you when you get into that, you also are going to run into the fact that you have natural um things you prefer. You know, yeah. I mean, it's very simple. Yeah. Like you know, most people, if you're like, oh, this is my friend, you know. Jeff, he, he's always dating a blonde. That's what he's attracted to. You know what I mean? And, right. and on down the right. list. It's, you know, I, yeah, no, thank God. Thank God it's not. And I couldn't and, judge. Was, I'd, I'd only have like this. It'd be the same three women winning every show. Cause I'm like, ah, she's a little off, but she's a ah, hot. It's fine.
0: Yeah. That's my girl. <laughs> that's my girl. Yeah. I like yeah, her. I thicker. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. 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 What about what male it? versus female judges? Do you think the female judges let the men's open influence? Like, do they look at Bumstead's pretty hot? Like, if they're looking at a classic division, well, I guess classic we're not talking about. But yeah, are they they looking at that?
2: Maybe it goes the other way though. Maybe they're like, "Ah, but you know, I feel a little bad for him. He has to walk around looking like that. (laughs) Give him the prize. (laughs) (laughs) Because I mean he's got to cover those legs up the rest of the goddamn year because he lives in Alberta but that face right. he's stuck with. Let's give him this win. This is all he's right. got, you know. <laughs> exactly. This <laughs> is his and moment. Was, <laughs> give it to him. And, and that that
0: moment in time was forever was forever referred to as the Dusty Point. Ah, he gets <laughs> That's a dusty. Exactly. That's how I got the nod. They're like, ah, how did that, that guy win? This guy's good looking. Dusty Point. He got a Dusty Point. He got a Dusty Point from two judges. And it bumps. Yeah, see, him I up had like a couple of
2: them because you had that, and then they're like, "This fucker won't leave. <laughs> just get, get him, him out of here. here. Get him <laughs> out of here." Four years in a row, he keeps coming back.
0: <laughs> I've got one. What else you got, Scott? Oh, go ahead. I got one. I just want to ask it because it might be fun. But who's your n- name? Your favorite '80s bodybuilders? 80s, Samir Benou. Yeah, 80s. that goes way back. Like you know, I started training in 1990, so we're even pre-me at this point. Although I just had all the magazines, I had the 80s magazines, right? Because they're laying around the gym. So I was I reading mean, the Barry Demay, Barry Demay, and Rich Gaspari, and all those articles. But yeah, Lee Haney. I was gonna
2: right? say if I was gonna yeah. look back, yeah, 90s, only based on um looking back because I didn't know anything about then. I would say Lee Labrada would be Ooh. my favorite from back then. I always loved the fact that that guy could stand with anyone at his size
0: and hang. Was like one, Yeah, and he was like 185 in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. I mean, yeah. I was 185, 185 in the 80s, and I was born in the 80s. Think about it. <laughs> the, the, the guy who asked the question mentioned Bertle Fox, hmm. who we all know what happened to Bertle. And I know our friend Dino, our friend Dino has a lot of Bertel Fox stories because he was like the fucking man over there at the time, Hmm. you know? And uh, of course, Bertel is, isn't he still in prison serving life for that murder? believe so. Yes. Yeah. Crazy story with him. And uh, I I would say, you know, I I had to show as I do. I was talking to a younger bodybuilder the other day and we were just talking about small waists. And, um, oh. Jed, Dog. mom's home. Hey, there's an army outside the door. Apparently, he's off to defend for my safety. So, um, yeah, I talk about small waist. And all of a sudden, I just remembered Brian Buchanan. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, I got to pull up a picture of Brian Buchanan and show this guy. And I pulled it up and showed him. And he was just like, what the fuck? His waist. <laughs> and like, most people, don't, uh, most people don't know Brian Buchanan, but like, when you look at the photos now, you're just yeah. like, whoa. Cause now we have the, you know, we, you know, we kind of in that, you know, yeah, they're bringing back the waist. Look at Brian Buchanan, you know? So he's like a Lee Haney with an even crazier V taper.
1: That's crazy. That is
0: nuts. His right arm looks like it might be close to as big as his waist. <laughs> yeah. He was. Awesome, and look at the condition in the quads, like the upper quads. You can see in that photo. Yeah, like he was awesome, and you look back now and you think, like, man, he didn't get like he didn't get looked at like he should have. Been. I don't know. Hmm. Nowadays, yeah. like if that if it could you know modern him up a bit, put him on the right shit, and get him bigger, but with the the same waist to shoulder ratio, imagine seeing that now in the men's open. Oh God, be frightening. You like,
2: looked though, like, yeah. just picking apart the muscle,
0: like. You're not seeing anything missing other than a waist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously <laughs> yeah. he's probably, you know, he probably only weighs two thirty, which is like, you know, thirty pounds too small for the modern era and all that stuff. But god damn, you know? Yeah, he was an awesome bodybuilder. That's cool. Just imagine the drug bill. That'd be twenty five ninety nine, sir. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. For what? The entire prep. Yeah. <laughs> and that's eighties prices. He's buying Susanon for two bucks an amp. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, pretty good. yeah. You know, I like to show people. You know, like that—that's fun for me. Making everybody look at him. Like, look at that. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, especially this one. He doesn't know. He didn't know his name.
1: Here's one with his legs too. You can see the the whole physique from top to bottom. Yeah. He I mean, he know arms him. are nuts, man. He looks
0: a lot like Lee Haney. He looks a lot like Lee Haney mm. for sure. Just smaller waist. Okay.
2: What What do you got? Well, this is this is a this is a fun one actually. And I'm, I'm Ron and I've already discussed. But uh, what cryptos are you holding right now?
0: Oh, <laughs> me mostly you. Eth- Ethereum and Bitcoin, but mm-hmm. I also have a a portfolio of about I'd say probably ten or twelve others, right? And I have like pretty equally, um, pretty equal amounts of most of them. And just having some fun and seeing which ones you know hang in there and i'm sure a couple of them are going to go to zero at one point and the companies will fold and all that bullshit. yeah but some of them <laughs> might take off you know i got a fair amount of cardano and some solana and and then i have some like kind of like you know fun stuff if you know a bit about you know the metaverse projects and have some of those and so i'm just kind of like yeah it's having fun but mostly ethereum and bitcoin because like that's where that's where most of the trading volume is. So those are the most, yeah. you know. If you're going to hold, I believe that's a little bit safer to hold those two, especially Bitcoin. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I bought been, some Ethereum. What you guys, did some, you? Yeah,
2: yeah
1: I, I bought like five hundred dollars worth the other day, and oh, it yeah. was low at the time, and now it's worth mm-hmm. like five ninety. So I'm like feeling pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I'm>
2: like Scott's <laughs> like nice. Yeah. I'm set. Yeah. But that's a. I think that's it's funny. I I was I was buying as it was dipping. Yeah, And I have to admit that uh, I, I missed a window because it dipped a little too far in my brain. And I still, I used to gamble a ton, go to Vegas. And I used to warn guys, like, don't start chasing losses. Like, right. head, like, well, if I just keep going, eventually I'm owed. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, I mean, this is not gambling. It's different. But I did, I did consider buying another five grand when it was at its lowest. Which would have been, you know, some, some, would some nice, been, turns, yeah. Even the last couple of days. And I was like, I got a lot in there. That's, we'll leave it. We're just going to leave. Yeah. And of course, this morning I woke up and looked at some of the numbers. And I'm like,
0: why would I not put five grand more in? Why did I not do that? <laughs> my, my accountant messaged me. He's like, hey, uh, you, you pulled a lot of money out of your corp. And I was like, right. yeah, you know, I've been buying the dip. And he goes, just, you know, he goes, just remember you got to pay taxes on the corp money you pulled out like at the end of the year. Yeah. So like, you know, keep that in mind. And I'm like, oh, yeah, don't worry. I got the math going in my head and I've got some set aside. But he was like, hey, uh, you know. It's a pretty
2: large amount that you're definitely going to owe taxes on. It's not there anymore. Yeah, you know, you
0: just, this isn't already totally covered. Just remember that, you know. So, yeah, it was funny. Just buying That's the dip, you know, it goes. So, But, yeah, <laughs> I, I too. I I too hit my limit. I know what you mean. Like I hit my limit where I was like, "Eh, this dip can go yeah. fuck itself."
2: Yeah, because it dipped I'm- twice, <laughs> and, I, and I did each each time it went. I just did another five, and then it dipped real good. I was like, "And this is where I puss out." Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna
0: be like, eh, "I'm done for the year." I'm just gonna yeah, sit. We're, this we're way.
2: good. We'll see what we have here. Okay. okay, you got. You guys keep looking. I'm scanning here.
1: I had one that was supposed to be for, we we missed it, for uh, Turner and Dusty. And Mm -hmm. uh, this one was from Patreon as well. Throw this up. Shout out to Mina. He says, um, since both are intense MFers in the gym, I'm curious to know what markers Dusty and Turner look for in terms of when it's time to pull back slash deload. How do you guys manage fatigue when you've been pedaled to the metal for a while? And then he says, uh, bonus, uh, how do you guys typically set up your working sets? Like one top set, one back off set, pyramid up, uh, only do one all-out Dorian-style set, etc." cetera.
2: Uh, I approach um, you know, cruise periods, as I call them, the same as I always have, which is the most basic thing is if my numbers start to plateau, uh, is the first step. Obviously if I have any, like, I don't call them injuries, but things that are bothering me that are starting to hinder, I'll look and say, okay, how deep are we into this? If we're past eight weeks and I've got a, you know, something in my forearm that's been bothering me for over a week, good enough. You know, I'll, I'll go into a cruise right then and there because that issue is only going to get worse. Most likely if I don't, and it'll start to be what ends the blast anyways. Um, I think in hindsight, what I would suggest to people is the moment the moment you think it's time to start a cruise period, you probably should have two weeks ago because <laughs> yeah. we love to train. And I think that that's what gets missed sometimes is a lot of us, and I mean, I, I've been guilty of this even within the last few years where you forget that that step back enables two steps forward. You gotta take that break here and there if you're going to train truly with progressive overload. It can't be year round, you know. Um, And the only thing I'm going to add that he did not ask that people screw up on all the time with progressive overload is: let's say you're you finish this blast and your squats are four oh five for ten. Okay, that's that's your heavy set straight set. When you come back in two weeks and you get back to squats, don't put four or five on the bar and say, you're going to try to get 11. What you want to do is go back probably four or five, six weeks from that previous blast and start with those numbers. So that might be three sixty five for 10. Um, That's where people screw up their blasts is they're, they're trying to just get going. And it's not to say that you won't get four or five for 11 today. You might, the problem is, is it's not going to be very long before you're not beating those numbers. And that's where you're gonna start resisting the idea that it's time for a cruise that you're five weeks into a blast. You know, so that's probably the biggest error people make is is that right there is how they actually approach the the next blast, you know. So that's it. And as far as this question, uh it depends. Um each each blast I set up differently. Sometimes it is a top set and a back off. If I do a rest pause, then that's it. You know, it's a rest pause set and done. So those things I think or one, another area that people change with, uh, experience, you know, cause mm-hmm. I'll also part, part of, you know, sometimes if I'm deeper into a blast, especially being, I mean, honestly, just being older and quite honestly, my strength, I always thought that my strength would, would slow down at some point and I would have to kind of adjust. And I realized even before I got sick, like I had to start finding ways to make it harder cause I was getting stronger consistently. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, The You know, Ron and I, Ron has told me about this a million times, the risk to reward was getting backwards. Hmm, So it was like, okay, instead of trying to get stronger, this blessed, let's do six count negatives and start lighter, you know, and then get strong at that. And then the only funny thing that would happen is I started eventually using the same numbers with six count negatives. And you're like, yeah, well, it is safer, but what else can we do? You know, and, and I did start doing even pre-exhausting and things because there just comes a point where you have to be logical and say the joints, the tendons, all those things. I'm not going to say that you're trying to not get stronger. You're trying to get stronger in a different way. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's not always can <clears throat> we just add more weight because they're, they're, it's not even about fear. It's just logic. If you're, yeah. you, know, If you're getting under... You know, 1,500 pounds or something crazy on a hack squat, like it's really just a matter of time. <laughs> you yeah.
1: know did, did yeah, I, I see mean, you did I see Dusty on the Smith machine squat the other day? was that Yeah, yeah. Five, Dude, that plates smashing yeah. them out like nothing. And, and the control you had in that yeah. that's that's what was really impressive with that. you wouldn't it's a lot of weight to be moving with that kind of control.
2: Well, I just like, I, I found with that is it, it really, I connect better that way too. Um, and I've, I've been working with a lot of my clients this way, especially if they have strengths. You got to ask yourself, okay, yeah, I'm being strong, but what's moving it?
1: Yeah, Am I tipping yeah, yeah. it up? Am I
2: blasting it up? What's going up? Yeah. And, and obviously the negative is, is really important as well. But so to me, if you're squat, hack squat, Smith squat, you should be able to feel the muscles that are slowing it down. If you can't feel the muscle that's fighting, you're going too fast. You just are, you know, and that is, is very helpful. And again, I mean, I think a lot of people would see, that's why I really jam home on my page. You got to find what works for you. Cause I have this whole conversation with that on squats or curls and I'll turn around and just throw around shit on rows because it works for me, you know, and I have tried the opposite. I've said, okay, I'm going to slow it down. It works on everything else. It doesn't work for me. on am back, so you know that's why I really like to jam that home to people. Is nothing that I put out. I'm promoting. This is just what I do, you know. And and I think more people should connect to that because, yeah, I love. Plus, again, like you said, Scott. I mean, if I can control 500 now, well, then what would I do? 700? If I'm just blasting them out, I don't. I don't want to do that. <laughs> like yeah. let's make 500 harder if we can and then work our way up to five and a quarter you know or something like that right so pretty simple bun,
0: bun, bun. okay oh. i got one shoot do we want to go off bodybuilding yes always <laughs> i hate when we keep getting on bodybuilding i thought this is it's just not bodybuilding this is from a frequent listener of the show i know her she's awesome her. This is this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Her. Would you rather sip gin with Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. or shoot tequila with Dwayne Johnson?
2: Well, that's easy for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I, w- I would go gin with Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Because I found that you can purchase rum, uh, the Rock's opinion. So, oh, okay, okay,
0: okay. Is this I, I like at? to talk okay. to
2: people who don't talk where people pay them to speak.
0: Right. Okay. Dusty doesn't have tell drinks more. with parrots. Tell, tell us more, Dusty. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And what, what do you think having gin with Ryan Reynolds would be like? Oh God. I think that'd be very interesting. I would love to get to know, I mean, any people, I always find
2: like someone like him, Like, could you imagine the stories? Like I think of the well, stories that I have that can't make the air. <laughs> and I think, what is that guy's?
0: He's hilarious. Plus, he's a great yes. storyteller. Plus, he's from Vancouver, so he's kind of ah. extra. Like he's local well, to hello. me. So, and, I mean his his Twitter handle is Van City Ren- is Van City Reynolds, I think is his Twitter yes. Van City Reynolds. Yeah, so he's 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 like a local around here. So, but he's super funny, and he has an eye for the absurd. So meaning, well, like. Some people don't notice absurdity around them. Right. You know what I mean? But he does. And think of all those people he's worked with that are absurd by nature. All those like <laughs> Hollywood people. So he, he, he. I, I, I have a feeling he has a bunch of stories that he only tells his friends. You know? Oh, for sure. Like he doesn't tell them on the talk shows because they're like totally probably exposing to some of the fucking people he's around all the <laughs> sure. time you know what i mean like i just find that that's got to be there's got to be another level of like i said absurd that's just running in that whole hollywood culture at all times multiple I imagine levels. yeah and he's he seems like the type of guy like just from how he sounds and how he makes fun of himself he's seen and plus he's like he seems like a typical canadian like he's a hockey fan and all that shit i just imagine he's he's a bit of an outsider in the the real Hollywood is oh, definitely an outsider. Inside. Are you kidding me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, I, I think enjoyed I,
2: the um I enjoy the online stabs that he and his wife do.
0: Yeah, at each other. They're oh, so they're hilarious. Hysterical.
2: Have you seen that?
0: <laughs> Have you or seen Scott? that, Scott? No. But they do? No. no. Oh, no. Dude, it's oh, it's amazing. so funny. <laughs> so funny. Like on 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 like what is it on their their birthdays they do stuff to one another on Twitter. Like he'll post a picture of him with her and like say Jake Gyllenhaal. And he'll he'll be like, here I am with Hollywood superstar Jake Gyllenhaal and some slut. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> or they'll or they'll uh or they'll literally crop the picture so you crop, can just barely crop tell out. that they're there
2: yeah. oh my god so you know they're there and he'll it, just be like i'm here with jake
0: Hall. Yeah, yeah you'll see yeah. that she was yeah. in the
2: picture for sure
0: yeah i went and saw like i went and saw the golden gate bridge today but she's like cropped out <laughs> it's, it's so fucking funny <laughs> oh it's great okay. those those two are because, you
2: know, like, and again, that's one of those things where when I see that stuff, I'm like, okay, your home life has got to be hysterical if this is your public harassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. So wh- where, where are you guys at? What you, you didn't answer. I, I, well, I, I sort of. like You, you did know, answer
0: because like you said you would go with the homeboy then. With, with, you, with Ryan? Yeah, I th- yeah. Well, I think Ryan would be a, a safe bet. I sort of see The Rock, and this doesn't really have anything to do with The Rock. But I sort of see like, like, you know, if let's say this was a contest, like drink mm-hmm. gin with Ryan or drink, sip tequila with the rock. Like if that was the contest, I sort of see Ryan showing up like, let's get hammered. Right. <laughs> right. Whereas, whereas I see the rock showing up like, hey, man, I'm here to shoot tequila with you. I got 45 minutes and then I got to get on a plane. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get the photo op and go. Yeah. Photo sip. You like it. Okay. My representative's going to sit with you and I'm out of here. Yeah. It's going to see that. It's like what it would actually be. So That's maybe probably how I'm it would like, go down. Yeah. I'm thinking too deeply into it. You know what I mean? That's fantastic. Max, Max, Max entertainment time. Probably go to Ryan. I, I don't follow a lot of media, honestly. Uh,
1: so I don't really know a lot about these two fellas that we're discussing here. But I do know The Rock has a, like a gym that he travels around with. So if there's a yeah, chance. Yeah. If there's a chance. That I can like yeah, get a workout in with him? him in the gym. I'm going with him just in case that might happen. Be like, hey, hey, bro, you know the gym's out back; it's all set up. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. We've only had man. a couple shots. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I think we should. I think we should absolutely do front squats now. I think yeah. it's time. Yeah, set to twenty. My Let tequila's go. not that strong. <laughs>
0: there we go. Okay, do you have one, Dusty, or Scott have another good one? I'm glad we you were rather. able to explore. I'm glad we were able to explore the celebrity "what if" question. I've got I'm a, I've nice. got a "would you rather," uh, yes. but it it,
1: it it is bodybuilding related. Just just warning okay. you. Okay. Also, okay. I, I okay. did want to tell you, Ron. We did get somebody message us one day, or messi- met uh, they they commented and they said, uh, "Enough of the crypto. We I don't want to hear any more about crypto." So we do have one anti crypto. Fan. Okay. Well, there's one guy that bro, doesn't
2: like bounce the crypto. back. I hope
0: you didn't sell, bro. Oh, yeah. wait. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> well, that that in, that entire three minutes of the hour and a half episode, they can just click just, forward on But that's what the timestamps are for. You need to put a yeah, stamp yeah. and just put his name and say,
2: Do not watch from here to here. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. Okay. okay.
1: So uh, he says, uh, Would you rather have an amazing physique, like one of the best of all time? but be weak as a little girl with polio or literally <laughs> he threw in polio. <laughs> he did. It was rough. I didn't say <laughs> it. It wasn't my word. So I could say, it, you know what I mean? But I
0: wouldn't have said that. Like weak is bad enough, but also fighting off polio. <laughs> yeah, <but>
1: <laughs> <laughs> or literally be superhuman strong, but have no physique at all. Look like anorexic, anorexic misshaped, stickly,
0: etc.
2: Ooh, that's tough
0: well okay am i actually as weak as a little girl with polio because like they can't even like function can i carry groceries you can carry groceries we'll say that you know like you can, can function. I go to a the, normal the day, life. day can i yeah. go to the gym and get a good pump on some machines with like half the stack am i at least that strong you're like you're average <laughs> at best you know we'll say so, that
2: if someone were to walk up to me with a jar of pickles can i open the pickles or do I yeah, have to, <laughs> hey, someone else? You get some help with the pickles. <laughs> this could be a real problem in my house. There's a lot of pickle jar yeah, opening. I'm getting, openings. Specific. I'm getting <laughs> specific about this. Yeah, I need to know. Okay, I'm going to answer because because this is the thing. I think I would have more fun shocking people if I was the strong <laughs> guy that was strong. <laughs> right. Because like, could you imagine, like, if you walked into, like, let's say Ron walks into his gym and he looks over at me, the skinny little—I mean, your description was phenomenal—and he sees that I have nine plates aside on the squat. Yeah, yeah. And I'm walking over. There. I got no belt or nothing. And he's like, "Oh fuck!" He's like, "Beeline." You're wearing and jeans. And <laughs> <laughs> a, a polo. And a polo. It's, does he really have flip flops on? Yes, he does. Crocs. And then you know, <laughs> and then you uh, you hear it as he as he's approaching, as he sees the first rep, and finds out. You hear someone go twenty-two, yeah. Yeah, twenty-three. <laughs>
0: I think crazy. that would be fun. You
2: well, know? I'm also
0: thinking—you know—body weight to strength ratio would be off the hook. So, like, you could do like all sorts of cool stuff, like one-arm chin-ups, freak people out. Imagine how good he'd be on a bike. Hey, if I only weighed like one forty, but oh, I had oh, yeah. superhuman strength, It'd be nuts. You know, yeah. you know. I just think that, just that would speaking. be fun, though, yeah.
2: to just because I mean, let uh, look, me get that. Think about—I hate to do this, but. You know, think about if I'm just walking around and I've got a, uh, a YouTube or something where we're just filming me throwing people off. You know, you walk yeah. in the shop and they're, someone's dealing with a problem with a tire and you just lift up the car a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, Dusty's yeah. already monetized
0: a YouTube channel around the <laughs> character. He's, I'm trying to become <laughs> this guy. Yeah. He's already got like <laughs> phrases and hashtags copywritten, like skinny strong. Exactly. All 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 these shirts
2: being made, but only in small.
0: Yeah, yeah. Only in small. (laughs) Okay. I like that one. It was good. I don't know what I would pick,
1: but I feel like there is a Paul Dillette joke that I'm missing in there somewhere.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all about speed. That's all about speed right there. That's very nice. Let's see here.
0: Who's next?
2: Oh, here's a good one. It's body limb, but it's fine. Does exogenous... Insulin use blunt fat loss.
0: Yes. Um, well, well, it's complicated. Well, you're right. Technic. Well, it has to do going. with calories. <laughs> it has to do with calorie. <laughs> it has to do with. Like, at the end of the day, it always comes down to deficit or surplus. Mm. Always, and yeah. insulin itself doesn't prevent fat burning from happening. Like y- you can be on. Your body makes insulin when you have aminos. It makes insulin when you eat protein. It makes insulin it, it makes insulin when anything is turned into glucose. So it's not that simple. I understand how you could word it to be like, well, yeah, insulin does this and this and this, but I just think the way question is, that's my answer. I like your answer. We'll go with that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense because I, I know what the thought process is. Um, and my answer, although not used on the regular, is... The only time I ever used insulin was during prep.
0: It was to push carbs in quickly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So with that, and again, it wasn't every day, but with that answer, obviously, I'm not trying to blunt fat loss. I'm trying to fill back up and move on. And sometimes it was a day, sometimes it was two or three in a row, but, you know, so that should be the the overall answer. So that's why I wanted to Mm -hmm. throw that in because... The, the my knee jerk is is of course the same as everyone else's, like because your your answer isn't the insulin. It's yes, it does because you're going to
0: take a bunch of carbs and eat too much, which is right. why it's going to be a problem. Yeah, <laughs> so, taking taking twenty units of insulin and then eating a bag of cookies blunts fat loss. There you go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <There> you go. <laughs> But was it the insulin or the? But cookies? I had to eat was the it... cookies because I had I took the insulin. You know. <laughs> Yes, oh,
2: it's a classic. It's a classic.
0: Well, no, okay. no, How was life. I just reminded myself of one time where I did go hypo and I ate a whole bag of cookies. It happens. It happens. It happens. It's gonna happen. You're gonna get. You're gonna take your, your, your whatever I was taking at the time. I mean, that would have been the late '90s, so probably like 10 IU's post workout or something. And I remember, I don't know what happened. I was like fully orange juiced and fucking post-workout and i thought i was okay and i remember driving home and like i had groceries and i had bought a bag of cookies because i thought oh, i'll have a cookie once in a while it'll last me a month or a car ride started like losing it in the car and i'm like dripping and my hands are like ice cold sweat just dripping off them my steering wheel's wet and i'm like just shoveling this fucking bag of cookies in my mouth and i get home empty bag of cookies (laughs) what kind of cookies were (laughs) they Asking for a friend. They were <laughs> asking for a friend. They were the uh like the double chalk, so not Oreos, but like double chalk. like they got ice cream fudgios. Fudgios, that's what they were. Fugios. Fudgios. Fudgios. try that. that. Is that a Canadian thing, Scott? It might be. It's like chocolate fudge in the middle. I've two never heard of them. cookies. I'm
1: thinking they are. They've got to be that playing. sounds amazing. It does, yeah. Oh, shit.
2: Why do we get fucked on this deal sometimes, Canadians? (laughs) Okay, I want to ask this one, even if you don't have, if you have one ready, because I, I I like the way that people's brains work. Would there be a difference, really, in a ten-week, two hundred milligram mastron, or a three hundred mastron for seven and a half weeks? (laughs) What was the question? Basically, he wants to know if there's if there would be a difference in results if he took ten weeks at two hundred milligrams of master. It sounds like he has a one, <laughs> one bottle vial. of master, yeah. <laughs> and- <laughs> or or if he took three hundred milligrams for seven and a half weeks. That's the question. I mean, the answer is obvious. Wait, we don't hear I can't you. Can't hear you. Are you fucking memeing us? What are you doing? What are you doing? He <laughs> just got quiet.
0: I, I, I for some reason oh, I hit the mute. Here, you're g- back. Yeah, give me one second. I've got a bunch of back.
1: T- my answer is get another vial of masteron. <laughs> That's what you do. You get another vial. <laughs> I literally
2: it. laughed, but I was also like, well, you know, if, if you're doing like the the very simple math, I'm like, well, 300 times 7.5, you you don't make it seven and a half weeks, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's 2250. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's got like a bottle so, and a half or something. So, you know?
2: do you have like a little extra from the last one? That's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I thought that was just funny because I'm like, we're trying to just try, trying to get the most out of one bottle, huh?
0: Stre- stretching it out. That's like if I take one IU of growth hormone for 20 weeks, will that be better than the two five for IUs 10? For- yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, but but like a, my serious answer. Would be you got to factor in again, everyone thinks that the drugs are the magic. 10 weeks being on something and still a, a moderate dose with your food, your eating, your training. Mastron's a weak example, but we're pretending it's any drug, right? I would opt for that over a shorter time period with the same advantages for the food, the training, you know, because I'm really just wanting that extra two and a half weeks of training and food,
0: yeah 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 the growth hormone is a bad example because that's really that was just a funny example <laughs> but but uh but yeah you know like i mean if you did like you could word the question a million different ways you know you could do you know if i do four weeks of d ball at you know 50 megs a day versus eight weeks at 25. yeah 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 right longer you know, i mean at four yeah the, the, that one's like You know, and then you could shift the ratios until the answer actually flipped.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I mean, I I used to, I mean, I still do, and a lot of times encourage short blasts that are pretty hard and then get back off. But that's both about results and getting you off of shit
0: as soon as possible. I remember, like, (laughs) remember the days of being like, you'd get a really great item and you'd be like, fuck, I gotta make this last. You know, like, I remember my (laughs) first. I remember my first bottle of real Anadrol. Oh, it was yeah. an, an Anapolin 50, Syntex Ooh. Anapolin 50. And um, I remember I think, okay, I got 100 tabs and they're 50 milligrams each. So I can do four 25-day cycles. <laughs> right? You planned it out. So then I got some tests and I was like, okay, well, I can make each cycle six weeks long. And the first twenty-five days, I'll have the Anadrol, and then the last couple of weeks, will just be the test, and then I'll go off. You know what I mean? So I just I, that was I like picture whole Ron
2: year. actually with a notebook. He's writing it out. <laughs> Doing he's got a math. blue yeah. fucking Bic pen, and he's like, "This yeah. is how this is going down." Yeah, <laughs> there's also nothing like real Anadrol. <laughs> <laughs> I was just say, there's also nothing like drugs that used to be back then when they worked. Um, yeah. <laughs> That is one factor I think that you can't ignore is I can only respond to the doses people send me. And I'm always like, fuck, like it's way too much. And I still tell them it's too much. But I do also think, well, maybe some of it's fake because there's no way he's taking that much shit and looks like this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I do. I mean, I got a lot of I mean, I I get a lot of people when they start out and don't get wrong. We adjust their eating and training and they start to improve right away. But sometimes I'm like, that stuff's got to be poorly dosed or nothing, because there would be some sort of a response elicited by just taking that much shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I had a guy recently sent in his stuff and he was on it for six months. I sent the doses. To Turner and Tommy, just to be like, holy shit, look at this. And I hadn't read down yet. So I just screenshot the dose. I said, and I went down and read again. And I go, oh, by the way, he's been on that for six months. Good God. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Tommy responds with, so you're taking him off. And I'm like, everything <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like, get off and please get in to see a doctor. We're fucked.
0: Yeah. Uh, one more thing, too. And I can't say this enough for everyone listening. Trenbolone is kidney toxic. Period. Remember that. Testosterone is not. Okay, not all steroids are the same. Testosterone isn't kidney toxic. Your own test isn't toxic to your kidneys at all. Your Mm -hmm. body handles your own testosterone just fine. But Trenbolone itself isn't good for kidneys. So keep that in mind. And if you're going to take, you know, 200 milligrams a week, that's a lot different than 800 milligrams a week or a thousand milligrams a week, which I'm starting to hear from people like, well, not starting to, it's been years, but like, I still hear like, Oh yeah, I was doing 800 trend and 800. I'm like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Like, yeah, like, fuck, you can't do 800 trend, man. Like I trust, I take it why. from an, take it from an, take it from an old school guy. I know people hate that bullshit. Oh, he's old school. He doesn't do things. He, 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 that's why a lot of the old school guys, like, we're trying here. to pass this wisdom down to you. Like, don't do that. You know. So, whenever I hear like cycle safety and everything like that, that's one of the major, major things that's going to cause a lot of problems with a lot of guys in the future. Is the absolute reckless abuse of trend and guys who don't even compete. And yeah. they, they have to remember, like, trend is not a toy. Yeah. What is the drag with trend? You think? Why is it? It's such a popular,
2: like you said, because it it's works. a very popular drug. Yeah, but so does EQ, but yeah, not like Trend,
1: not like Trend. Trend's Trend's so damn strong, and you know, there because of that. There's that lore, and you you feel it. Like you take Trend, and like, oh man, I'm getting really like I'm getting that that Trend rage, and I haven't been able to sleep. Like people, I think they associate that with like that means it's got to be working. That's positive. Yeah, <laughs> like, He's you know?
0: funny. Sucks, in my opinion. <laughs> It's funny how sometimes side effects are like, and like I know I used to do, we used to joke, you know, you get the big balloon face and you're like, ah, that fucking D ball's real It's working. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I look like hell that shit's real. Fucking D here comes the three plate for 10. Here comes the bench. Let's go. Like it was all like sort of celebrated, you know? And, but that was like a purely, well, pretty much purely if, if you watch your blood pressure, but you know, more of a cosmetic side effect that people would like, you know, it was like a cultural thing with the bodybuilders. But but the trend thing, it's like, you know, I hear guys say it all the time. Like, oh, yeah, the psycho, man. Like, I'm just, you know, Dana Baker is hilarious. If oh, you guys God, follow those are the so big funny. Baker boy. All his trend reels are hilarious. But j- just the the, you know, the whole lore. Like, I'm not sleeping now. It's time. We must be growing. Yeah, like, right. You know, it's like, man, <laughs> yeah, I just, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good.
2: Yeah, just yeah. I, I'm always curious because I always just that was something I typically did in prep, and I would take 300 milligrams of Tren A, and that's it. And I mean, obviously yeah. with other things, but 300 was good to go. And it's not that I don't put it in anyone's off season ever. Uh, obviously not A, but again, 300 milligrams, 400 milligrams is plenty. That's Pedigree. a lot. Plenty, you know. I mean, yeah. so you're me a, sure a, a of time. gram. I had somebody send me that they were on a gram and a gram of test and you know, good, good bodybuilder, good physique. But I was like, why? Cause yeah, all I could think of that would happen way. between 400 and a thousand is side effects.
0: Yeah. I can't imagine. Now, so I went to 500 trend once for like a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Mm-hmm. I was prepping for a show and it was like the, the, probably the most, the biggest stack I ever took. I was just kind of pushing it to see what it, if it made a difference. And I remember from 300 to 500, I was like, wow, this is like, I was like, oh, so, they, you know, because I was always one of those dudes where people would say like, oh, that I'm getting so pissed off at traffic and I'm, I'm like, oh, it's not me. I'm a laid back dude. I don't really notice juice. Like I'm the right. same person yeah. off and on. But then when I went to 500 Trent, I was like, oh shit, like, okay, I don't want to pull someone out of their car at a red light. I gotta, like, <laughs> just, like, noticeable. Bring it back. You know? Bring it back. Yeah, yeah bring it back. And just, like, and just being, like, irritated with everything. Like, everything. I mean, you're dieting, too, right? So the irritation is, like, just a constant hum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just with everything that everyone says and does that last bit. And you're, like, crank the trend up to 500. And now it's just, like, oh, God, <laughs> just fucking kill everyone. Like, you know? Yeah, I hate everyone, joke, gosh, I wanna, I don't wanna, yeah. and I just didn't want to, I don't want to, yeah, and I don't think, I don't encourage people to live their live like that in their prep, there's something wrong, it's not part of the necessity to win.
1: Yeah, i no, agree. No. Not, all right, not at I all. told the story before, a lot of people here probably haven't heard it though, that I was two weeks out, or three weeks out, and my girlfriend was like one week out. And I was getting out of work and we were going to drive so that she could do some posing with this lady. And it was like, like Detroit, Metro Detroit's real big. And we're like on the exact opposite side and I, in an area that I never really have gone to before. And so mm. she printed out the directions on MapQuest. That gives you a little frame of reference as to yeah. when, um, this, when was. this was. <laughs> yeah, she She was in charge of this because I got out of work. I got my food. We're like coming home. I'm getting ready. We're going to go straight out there. She's driving. And like, it's an hour drive. And I, And so I thought to myself, okay, and I'm starting the halo today. So it would have been like two weeks out. I'm starting the halo today. I'm going to train while she's doing that. So I'm going to take my halo. I've got my meal for after we train. I just ate. You know, we're good to go, blah, blah, blah. We get on the road. Hour and a half later, we're lost. Like in a city that I've never been in before. And I'm calling my dad, and he has, like, no help for us. And we're calling the girl she's supposed to meet. It, we're, like, so lost. And, like, we didn't even know where the fuck we're going. Like, anything. It took, like, two and a half hours to get to that gym. And, like I said, so I took the Halo. Like, I, And I'm pretty chill, but I will say Halo gets me kind of wound. Plus, I was starving oh, yeah. by then. I'd like already eaten all my food and like I'm like, it's the end of the world as far as I'm it was the worst. Yeah. I remember like wanting to just rip the dashboard out and like we didn't even know uh, I'm getting triggered. I'm going to just take a breath. <laughs> it was it was it was a long time ago, man. But I remember I was so mad that
0: day like it was the worst day ever.
1: What's your That's heart rate
0: right now? Just telling that story. Like, I don't know. I should not, probably check it i the, they gonna have to go good back thing to the cardiologist. That thing before yeah. <laughs> he came
2: in. Good thing that story was after we found out his heart rate's fine. We're we're good right there. Yeah. I, it was I like, I've yeah. got a question.
1: Thank you for tuning in to another podcast here at Think Big Bodybuilding Media. If we've provided value to you today, then please consider contributing to our show. You can help support the show through Patreon. Every $5 helps to pay for the software and the hardware and everything else that goes into making a podcast. You can also contribute by using our code at True Nutrition. True Nutrition has been our title sponsor for several years now. I'm super grateful for them. And I've believed in True Nutrition supplements long before they sponsored our programming. You could use our code THINK for health supplements and performance supplements. Feel free to hit me up if you have any questions. And if you're in Canada, check out supplementsource.ca. They have free shipping over $99, huge discounts on overstock, short dated, and label changed products. Plus, they have all your normal supplements too. Thank you guys for listening to the commercial. I hope you're having a great day and that your bodybuilding is going well. Let's get back to the shelf.
0: I, I've got yes. one. It's about cheap meals. Yes. Said unexpected cheat meal, which means you cheated on your diet, yeah, definitely. right? It makes a cheat cheat surprise. So, you ate a bunch, you ate a bunch of uh, you ate a bag of Wendy's in your car, right? That's what that means. <laughs> while you cried, while you cried, okay. Um, and the next day, oh, they're not dieting, it is off season, okay. So, it's off okay. season, they're not prepping, but they've had they went and had a calorie bomb, okay, okay. Next day's supposed to be a rest day. Do you still have a rest day, anyways, or do you think fuck? I gotta go train because that meal was off plan. I should go do something. Scott,
2: you're going to answer first because I, I this is a, a bl- easy one for me, but in my brain, so I want to hear your perspective.
1: If you're in a good spot, like you're not all beat up and you need to rest, then I'd say hit it. That's what I, I mean. If It 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 depends, but that would be my thought. Like if you were gonna have like, okay, tomorrow's off, if you need the rest, then take it. But if you're like, well, but the next day I'm gonna train back and I feel great, then I would train back.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say my my thought is the same but opposite, which is the same but opposite. You 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 no, because you (laughs) the thought process is this you you already ate the food. And you're not going to add an additional workout to your week. You're just moving the day it is. So you're going to burn the same amount of calories this week either way. You ate too many. Like you're not undoing that meal now. If no. you think that that meal is going to make your workout the next day better, sure. But it's off season. You're already at you're you're already above you know caloric needs anyhow. And quite frankly, this is the one area where I've definitely changed in my, my bodybuilding mentality, which is I give all of my clients cheat meals every single week if they're in the off-season. Some of them two or three a week. And I call them treat meals instead of cheat meals because you're not cheating. It's on the plan.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, and if you're an experienced bodybuilder and you're doing your own thing and you opted to have that meal, I don't care. Like, I, I do really think that that's one area where bodybuilding's gotten – a little out of control where we're so obsessive on the food i'd be more disappointed if you missed three meals or two right. meals than that you had six and said fuck it i also ate four you know whatever their sandwiches are and fries I'd like, okay like right. you know i think it gets a little bit thrown off because a if you're just a natural fatty you're in a bad place um it's it's just a tricky topic, and I'm really cautious. Any of my clients listening right now are like, why do I can have cheats whenever? No, you're going to throw off what I'm doing if you're having them too often. But at the end of the day, I would much rather you eat that meal than miss one. Right. Um, And I definitely wouldn't want you beating yourself up because in the off-season, you, you went through the Wendy's drive through once unplanned. You know what yeah. I mean? So my take. So
0: what – one thing i want to point out is a a wording thing here with the question and i deal with this a lot so the listener says she says the next day's a rest day i'm like okay so today wasn't you trained today yeah so you you had a cheat meal on a day that you trained so you already Mm -hmm. like you're already fine if you're that's your mentality yeah you're already fine like you ate mm-hmm. it you, you ate it even closer to a workout than tomorrow is. Like tomorrow's yeah. a lot farther away than yeah. the workout you must have already done today. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I totally so, know what you're saying. Because <laughs> I
0: people say that all the time. Like I have I have one person, I have them on a, a three days low, one day high carb, they're dieting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the problem is is they have some tricky shifts at work. So right the training the the high day the the fourth day, that's high carbs, doesn't always land on a training day. Sometimes they're just working 12 hours. Right. And they had a real hard time with like, well, I can't do a high carb day on a day I don't train. And I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. You're, you're in a huge deficit all the time. Yeah. And you trained the day before and you're training the day after and you're working the whole day that you're eating. Like your body doesn't work like that. It's not like oh, I slept. I'm reset, so now all calories today will be stored as fat. Right. That's not how your body works. Like, yeah. In fact, there's there's I saw a, a guy on a podcast. He's like, people don't realize how body fat gets burned. There's actually at certain points in the day when you hit like, like you know, your body is always doing this all day long with everything, right? Just trying to find homeostasis and trying to manage itself. And there's moments. Where certain fat cells on your body are releasing lipids triglycerides mm-hmm. as fuel, and certain fat cells in your body are storing them at the same time hmm. right <laughs> right because the 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 gl- glucagon that your body has made to manage insulin happens to be attaching to a certain fat cell, releasing triglycerides and and, and, and all that stuff, and then the insulin that you made from. Eating carbs is still in your system, and it's attaching to other cells, telling them to restore. Right. Like it's it's a constant dance. It's not like, a, today I get fat, tomorrow I get lean, magical yeah. thing. It's, and yeah. so in the off season, a lot of and of course when you're contest diving and you're in a chronic deficit, then it then it probably isn't happening. Like well, it was yeah, going to say, in, 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 yeah,
2: in in the prep diet too. I think the other thing that gets missed since you brought it up with a client is. When I give people the high day, I have to remind them we don't do cardio don't that do day extra. for a reason. And I don't right. want you eating. I, I need that extra. That, yeah. The purpose is the extra. They're like, yeah, I did seven extra sets. I'm like, why? And I did 15 extra sets yeah. of cardio. You're like, shit. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I tell my like, you're the not high doing day. cardio at all today. And I want you to yeah. run at 70%. Or if you don't know how to do that, if we have nine you know, working set schedule. I want you
1: to hit seven. And, like, and you know, yeah. you know what else too? Uh, you mentioned it was a female and I find this can happen for both men and women, but I've seen a lot of females that do have tendencies toward eating disorders. And if you ever think to yourself like, Hey, I'm going to eat this food and then I'm going to exercise so that it, if your thought is like, I'm going to get rid of that food, you know and you're going to make up mm-hmm. for a mistake i think that's a bad path to be on if that's your perspective on it you know i'm mm-hmm. going to do extra yeah, cardio and then it'll be okay because then now you've kind of create you can possibly create a slippery slope with that you know that leads to like like orthorexia or you know bulimia excessive mm-hmm. use of uh, like or um laxatives you know all that stuff You don't wanna get into the habit of like trying to fix something you did. So in some cases it's kind of like if they are dieting sometimes and they're like, Should I should I do extra cardio? I usually tell them no. Let's just get back on track. I know we have enough time. Let's just get back on track and we'll we'll get where we need to be,
2: you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't Mm -hmm. believe in tripping on something that's behind you. I agree. It's like you ate that, it's done. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) I like that. Keep moving. Yeah. So
0: what I like that too. What do you do? What do you do if someone admits um, so let's say it's contest time and they admit that they cheated on their diet. What's, mm. what's, what's your response, Dusty? How do you handle that?
2: Well, it depends where that, I mean, the first thing is, is I, I, I ask my clients to be straight with me. I mean, this is very early, all of them. And the reason is this. So let's say you've been following the diet and I've got you running three low days for some reason. and pictures are tomorrow and you're checking in and you go out and have a cheat meal tonight. And then you send the pictures. You don't tell me and you look great in the pictures. You're full, you're round, right. everything's locked and loaded. And I'm like, Oh, perfect. Keep going. Right. And if you didn't have that meal, maybe you'd have been flat as a pancake. And I'd be like, oh, we gotta, we gotta give you a little bump here. So now we have yeah. things where the problem with that is whether, and this isn't everybody, but some people go, Oh, I guess that cheat meal didn't hurt me yeah, because you didn't notice. Yeah. You know, and the reality slip. is, no, it actually did hurt you because you look better than you would have looked. Yeah. And that, and now is an issue. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So it's important that I have the information. So I always tell my clients, like, this is your thing. I'm not your fucking dad. I'm not going to berate you. Like, you chose to cheat. Okay. But I definitely need to know about it so I can decide what to do. So if somebody says, Hey, man, I had a cheat, I'd be like, Cool. Can you send me pictures real quick? And what did you eat? Yeah. Because sometimes it'll also give me data. I mean, again, like what do you look like today? Okay. You know what, dude, obviously I want you back on the planet. Give me pictures again tomorrow. Also what happened from that thing? I mean, it wasn't planned, but now I might as well get some information out of it, but I will tell you under no circumstance am I like, go do more cardio. Yeah. Like I just, it doesn't work that way. You know, you fucked up. You shouldn't have done that. You know that. And it's also the reason that I have clients that are ahead of schedule. Cause what if you get sick? What if yeah. you get hurt? I'm always assuming that something may pop up that might slow us down. And I don't ever want to be like, well, you would have made it, but I gave you eight weeks to prep for a show. You needed eight weeks for, and you got sick.
1: Yeah. Right. right.
2: You know, right. so it's, it's all factored into the plan is that, you know, things happen and you guys know this with newer athletes that happens, you know, if anything, the only thing I get out of it is a learning lesson. Cause I'll ask them, I'll say, Do you did you do you feel much better today? No, I'm still tired. Yeah, so it didn't really do anything other than you feel guilty. Yeah. You had a taste in your mouth for what? I mean, you're starving. You probably ate that burger in three seconds. So you literally get nothing positive out of it. And I think that changing again that perspective of how they view what they got helps. Cause I do I would mm-hmm. do that during prep all the time. Like, <clears throat> yeah, burger would be good. I mean, you get it. Even I know you've been here, uh, Ron. Where Chris goes, go have two cheeseburgers, and you eat it so fast that you are like, "Shit!" I don't actually remember yeah. what that tasted like. Yeah, <laughs> like, you ate it; it's gone. You moved on, and I remember that because it's it. It makes nothing tempting. It's like, right? You know, a moment on the lips. I, I also.
0: I agree with you about not telling people. Oh well, if you eat that donut, okay, let's get on a stepper for three hundred calories, because. That actually conditions them to bargain with themselves for calories. And then they wind up just doing it on their own. They're like, oh, well, Ron penalizes me this much cardio for every donut. So I'll just do that. And I don't have to tell them about it. I can just have yep. the donut and then do the cardio. Equal and then out. They, yeah, it'll all equal out. And they just, it, it just gets out of hand. So I try not to play that game with people. If they go, okay, I ate, like I snapped and ate some donuts last night. I go, okay, well, send me some pictures and like, let's try to move on. Like, don't beat yourself up. Like you can't do that. Yeah. And it's going to hold you back. And let's try not to sell, sabotage the prep. Like this is all up to you. You know, so, but yeah, you know, you hear some people say, oh, my coach yelled at me till I was crying. And I was like, well, that's one way to do it. But yeah, that's, that's never <laughs> right. the only thing I would do in that
2: regard is like, if it happened a few times, I would just say, Hey, you, maybe this isn't time for you to do a show because yeah. Yeah. you're not locked in. Like, cause when you are locked in, that's, it's not even, it doesn't even cross your mind. I mean, truthfully, at least me, and I don't consider myself some, I work out with a I work with a lot of bodybuilders. And they all, a lot of them, say the same thing. Like, yeah, it would be nice, but you never actually consider driving down to buy a
0: donut to eat it. <laughs> I had a guy, a guy that I prepped. I can't remember what year. It's been fairly recent, but he did really well. He won his class. And he came in ripped and everything, and I was super happy and you know, proud of him. And um, and afterwards, he goes, uh, he goes, man, you know, you really pushed me. And I go, yeah, you you dieted really hard. He goes, yeah, you know, I did, I did uh, fourteen weeks without a cheat meal. And I was like, did you go though? cause that's a, the whole prep is 14 weeks. Yeah. I go, did you go, did I not give you any cheat meals at all? He goes, no, none. I'm like, Oh, it just never came up. <laughs> yeah, And he was like, yeah, yeah. He goes, I, don't, I, mean, I started to wonder around five weeks if I was going to get one and then, and then you know the glutes were coming, and you were really talking about the glutes. And then it, it just yeah. And then the show happened, and so you, What, do you, what
1: like, do you want? You want a email yeah.
0: or do you want to be yeah, no, the best that shape you like, possibly can be? You know what I mean? That's yeah, the question, right? But, but the, the funny, the funny thing was is that you know he never brought it up, and he never complained, and he never tried to like you know how okay. some clients you can tell they're like trying to get you to give them one. Oh yeah, so yeah they're asking. God. God. I'm yeah, I'm so depleted. I'm like depleted I saw you squatting four plates for reps yesterday. Like, what do you mean you're bouncing around the gym talking to people you're full of energy you did 20 sets of chest yesterday even though I told you to do 10 like I had somebody tell me know, they physiologic, physiologically needed a cheat meal Yeah, I just really need one and I'm like, I was like you're, physiologically last week you were 235 <laughs> this week you're 235 you don't need a cheat meal you know <laughs> or, it's so funny yeah <laughs> Oh good okay. stuff. You got that one Scott?
2: I got a shout out.
1: I got a shout out to a female listener actually. That's that's oh, okay. We got
2: everything female goes because there's only 32 of them.
1: Yep. Well, this is this is 34 cuz we had 33 on the uh, comment the other day. This is number 34. Her name is Laura. Nice. She is a client of Victoria's and I met her the other day because I accidentally stumbled into Victoria's office while she was on a a consultation with her and they were on uh, FaceTime. So I was like, Oh, Hey, you know, we got to talk for a second and she had an interesting comment. She, she told Victoria, she said, she feels like that a lot of times the guy, she gets to hang out with the guys on this show that like, we'll talk about stuff with on Mm -hmm. the show that we might not talk about with her directly. Like if you were to meet this girl in the gym, you wouldn't say like all the bro stuff that we're saying necessarily. So it's like a, she said it's a yeah, go ahead. <laughs> she said it was a fun perspective. And so she's been watching all the shows and she especially likes this one. Laura in London, Ontario. Oh, there you Hello. go. OK.
2: Welcome to the show. Thanks for watching. Yes. She's cool. That's awesome. But yeah, I would wow. absolutely say everything the same. That's how I am. Um. <laughs> I know you would nothing changes but yes i the, the good men would definitely alter <laughs> so do you
0: have one i've got one more dusty if you got one more shoot yeah go ahead this is like a big big picture philosophical one any advice on how to live more in the present moment and not worry so much about the future
2: that's easy i mean to me it's easy um because truthfully it's it sounds deep but it's not the present moment is the only thing you have. You don't even know if there's a future. So I feel like, and we've covered this in bodybuilding, but it's the same in life. Your urgency should be for the moment now. Your patience should be for what the future brings with the effort that comes from now. You know, whether it's, mm-hmm. and, and I, I hate to use effort because it sounds like you're constantly striving, including if the moment right now is to relax and just take it in, you know? So I, it's very easy when you've been sick and woken up and realized you almost died to to really realize that like at no point in, you know, on May 13th of last year, I'd be like, Oh, well, I might die today. You know, I had lots of plans for months yeah. down the line, you know? So it really does help because it's all you have. So I think you have to remind yourself of that. And although we all strive for things in the future, it's really, really important to be grounded and centered on what you're doing every single day And pay attention, you know, because even like the show, like I enjoyed this on a different level because you're like, oh, I get to do this today because I made it here. Let's let's be Mm, in this. And when we hang up the phone, I move on to the next thing. You know, I think that that's advice I would give anybody in anything is when you're doing something, whatever it is, do it a hundred percent. If you're watching a movie with your girlfriend, put your fucking phone down and watch the movie with your girlfriend. When you're done, yes. pick up your phone and move on to the next thing. You will enjoy and be better at every single thing you do if you approach it that way. It,
0: it goes to, I know we had a discussion with, with Turner about perspective. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I think that people who have perspective issues have trouble with this. You You have to, there's like a, in order to have confidence in anything you have to have built up your confidence with you know a lifetime of small little challenges that you conquer you know mm-hmm. and it starts when you're a little kid you know and you you do things and your confidence gets a little better and you know and it's everything going up and saying hi to someone and they're and they say hi back now you're more confident with people like you build your confidence through what you do with your life and and i think it's important to Get to a point where you're confident in the fact that you know that if you just do things properly, tomorrow will come and you'll have tomorrow's stuff to worry about tomorrow. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like staying very focused and keeping your perspective and that that old saying, that old saying, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. That's a huge one for me because... That's like what you were saying, like focus on the task at hand, you know, make sure you yeah. watch the movie. Like mm. yeah, <laughs> if you're going to spend two hours watching the movie, you should be able to talk about it with someone after. You shouldn't have been distracted the whole time and not right. know what's going on. So that's very important to me. And that's part of perspective. If If you do everything with your intention to do it right, it sort of fills your mind and you don't wind up focusing on like, The panic of the future, you know, you're you're busy being good at something right now, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, you know. Because if you're doing something with your intent and focus, that I mean, that's that's a problem. A lot of people, their minds are just wandering all day long. Right, they're at a mindless job that they don't need to think for, or they're in a situation where they don't have anything. To focus on, and of course, your mind is just going to race and race and race about all the possible things that could go wrong tomorrow. But you got to keep your mind focused on something that you're working on. You have to work on something, do it with intent, do it right, put what you have into it, and you're. It sort of prevents you from all the nonsense of of wor- worrying constantly about fictional futures that haven't occurred yet. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, I like that perspective. It's true. If you're if you're if you're really focused on what you're doing now, you
0: can't be thinking about the other things. Yeah, it's like you have to try possible. to f- find that balance point where you fill that gap enough that you you have enough recurrent responsibility that just, <laughs> it's true though, it, you know?
2: yeah. I, I like when things are simple and, and work in my brain because I'm like, oh, that's exactly what it is if you're locked in, you know, because I get frustrated in the gym and it's, it's it's an internal frustration, but I laugh because you'll see a trainer literally talking to someone and they're talking back during a set, and I'm like, "You're not in this set, yeah. Like you're yeah. not. Nobody you is. can't be because <laughs> I do this for twenty. I'm shaking the whole table. I've been doing this for twenty years. <laughs> I cannot operate the incline bench to my full potential if I'm talking to you.
0: Yeah, not even fifty percent. Yeah.
2: So, and that's a, and that's the most basic thing I do in a gym. So I think that that's really key when you start thinking about life and, and you, you nailed it wrong because I think maybe that's the other step is if you do have time for that, then maybe some of the things you're doing, you should alter. Yeah, Maybe you do have a mindless job and it sounds like you know you should go look at something that, that'll, that'll give you something to focus on because I could definitely see that. I think of that all the time when I'm at a place. I'm like, oh, that job would suck. He sits here for 10 hours and all he does is put people at a table and then goes back and waits for the next people. I'd go crazy. (laughs) You know, the demons start talking. It's not good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But that's also why I think I've, I've, you know, obviously training has been something Mm -hmm. where I can just turn my brain off and go into another world for a while where the future doesn't exist. And Mm -hmm. I've also found that sort of like, you know, I, that's why I enjoy things like playing guitar um, or, you know, now I'm, you know, riding the bike and doing that sort of stuff. Because when you're doing certain things, you you're forced to switch off. For sure. If you got a weight over your like, head. Like, like you got a weight over your head or it's you hard. Know, you're trying to learn. You're trying to learn a song. Like one of the easiest ways to forget what, what else is going on is to focus on like learning a new skill. It right. really, really turns off the rest of the world. So that maybe you know, that's what hobbies are for, man. Like Maybe this, maybe people need to, there's a, I saw a thing where they were talking about how, you know, Americans aren't having as much sex as they used to have. They're not doing as many hobbies as they used to do. They're not like, there's just all these things they're not doing. And I think that mm-hmm. that's contributing to the rise of anxiety that we're seeing. You know what I mean? Right. You know, you gotta fuck. And you gotta play guitar, you know. <laughs> we're we're being
1: you know conditioned too with everything in the world. Like, there's so much coming in that it's harder, yeah. I think, to focus. And I I totally agree with everything you guys have said. And there's two little things I'd like to add. Is that if you if you do say to yourself like, okay, tonight I'm gonna sit down with my girlfriend and watch TV like you always do, but I'm gonna make sure I don't text. I'm gonna make sure I'm plugged right in. If you do find yourself wandering, like your brain starts wandering, don't don't beat yourself up over it, because that's what we do. Like you're not going to be perfect at it, but you can get better at it. So just remind yourself, recognize it. That's part of being mindful, too, and be like, huh, interesting. I just started thinking about what's going on on Instagram. I'm plugged back in. Don't beat yourself up over it. that. Number one. And number two, uh, they actually have what they call mindfulness med- meditation, almost <laughs> a medication. Mm-hmm. And all it is, is, I'm sure. Yeah. All it is, is just like, trust me. (laughs) It's not like a lot of times people think, you know, it's about relaxing meditations about like relaxing and getting into another state, but it's really about being right here. And you just, Mm -hmm. all you do is you think about like, what's going on? What do I feel right now? I feel myself sitting in the chair. What am I doing? I'm looking at the camera, you know, all those, all those things. What do I hear? And if you even just run through those things for like two minutes, it will help to plug you back in and And you can expand that and you can become more mindful, you know, versus like Uh being in traffic. I remember being in traffic and worrying about like, fuck, I'm going to be late. I'm stuck in traffic. I'm supposed to be at the gym now. My workday sucked. And I'm worrying about where I'm going and where I came from. But in reality, I can't do anything to change it. And when I learned about mindfulness, I realized like I can just sit here and relax enjoy the AC and I can get there when I can get there because I can't change what's going on right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? In traffic, Right.
2: Right. That's key. That's what we talked about before, Scott, with, with people in the opposite, getting to the gym and thinking about their day and what they need to do after the gym. And then they wonder why they have a shitty workout. Yeah. So that reset that we talked about in the parking lot is essentially what you're talking about. It's, it's getting yourself in that place where, okay, I'm giving myself 60 minutes, 90 minutes, whatever in this gym. Either way, I can either use it to benefit or I can be half here, half there and suck at both.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know? if you're watching this now, guys, and you feel like, well, well, I'm not as good as Dusty. I get distracted. Like, no, we all do. Dusty does too. We all get distracted. And it's just a matter of like really caring about it and
0: trying, you know? Yeah. Hold it back in yeah. for sure. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. Absolutely. Um, the more you yeah, know. wraps another one up, the more you know I like that last question <laughs> you know but I definitely agree you gotta you gotta find a, a place where you can go where you're not you can't think about the future for a little while that's my right. advice get, get a hobby or something that ties up your brain for a little while. It's really good for you Get a gun. all this shoot it because you
1: you could fucking kill people so you gotta pay attention yeah. to what you're doing.
0: <laughs> Well, you know what's great about shooting? One of the things about shooting is all you got to do is pull that target in and you can see how your day went. Yeah. Take, a look, take, a, like, take a look at your grouping, right? And the days when they have, you know, you get a grouping like this, yeah. some days you're going to be like, Ah, that little mindfulness thing I did in the parking lot really helped me out today. That's a good point. You know? It's like thanks, you know? Scott. Appreciate you doing it. You helped my <laughs> shooting. <laughs> okay. Remember everybody, like, share, subscribe, comment. Bring the button. there we go. That's good. I jumped in fast I'm this, this time. Yeah. Yeah. It. No, I, I like you're, you're like a you're like a drummer that's got a little bit of swing where he drags behind the beat just a bit on that last snare. Yeah, it gives the song just a little bit of that. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. We don't want to overdrum. No, no, right? A good drummer knows when not to drum, right? There you go. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thanks, everybody. And remember, it's just bodybuilding.